Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to bring you inspiring interviews with people who are sharing their passion for gratitude, self-love, and kindness. Welcome to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and... By popular request, I have your favorite guest back again. Welcome, Dan. Hi, people. <laughs> Thank you for choosing me as your favorite. Yes, the, the numbers are in, and your podcast is the number three downloaded podcast so far. So I'm very happy to hear that or to see that, I guess, on my stats. And we want to kind of fill people in. So last time we did a podcast together, it was me being really like unsupportive of your desire to start streaming a video game called Borderlands 3. And it's been about a month since you started streaming. I have definitely changed my tune. So tell us kind of what happened in your first month of streaming. Uh, in our first month of streaming, I, I, I like to refer to my stream as we <laughs> yes. because it's my wolf pack. It's, you know what? One of my quotes on my stream is, you know, the strength of the wolf or strength of the pack is the wolf, which is like the alpha, like me, but the strength of the wolf is the pack. And you know what? The wolf is nothing without the pack. So we did very well this month. We are, so we, when we first started streaming at the, a month ago, we were at 40 followers. We are very close to 700 now. <laughs> and when we became affiliate, so also, also it's been a month since we've been affiliate and we have a hundred over 110 subscriptions to our channel. It is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, it is really amazing. Actually. I, you know, I sort of had in my head, I was like, well, if you hit this certain number and to be clear, you're not streaming for money. Like that's not why you started streaming. No. But I was like, if I would be just so amazing if Dan hit this certain number and he exceeded it, which totally surprised me, but I think it surprised you just as much. It's, it's very humbling because I'm just being me. I'm just playing a video game and I'm being me and people are just enjoying the, they said, they tell them, they give me the feedback that I'm entertaining, that it's, it's like a second home to them. And they just love to come and hang out, especially when they have a bad day. Yeah, and I think that's why I want to do another podcast with you because I do think like you're like the best kept secret. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, we've been together. We've been married. Well, we've been married for 10 years and we've been together for what, 12? 12 or 13 now. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, we're in our 13th year of being together. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said about people just want to hang out with you and be near you. And I think one of the reasons that I do like just hanging out with you is you do make me laugh. You are a funny guy. And I think that's a big part of what you bring to your community is you bring the fun and you bring the laughter. And I like too that you're funny, but you don't have to do it in a self-deprecating way. So it doesn't have to be at the expense of you. We don't have to make fun of you for it to be funny. You're just funny because you're having fun and you're enjoying the time with your wolf pack. So I'm still going to mock you though. But don't get me wrong. Me. If I do some dumb, dumb moves in the yeah. game, I do love to make fun of myself because you know what? I deserve it. Right. But that's, you're not actually like, that's because you did something in the game. It's not like you're cutting yourself down in order to be funny. And I think that's what I really like about you is 
you know, when we first met, you definitely didn't have the same kind of self-confidence and the same kind of comfort and ease with yourself. And I think, I mean, I definitely hope I've changed in 13 years since we've been together. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that we don't have any secrets to share about how we've been happily married for 10 years. And I can say happily. I really, I'm thinking about, I can only think of one time in our marriage where I was really worried that things weren't going well. And that's, that's it. Like I think of all the stuff we've been through. We've been through a lot together, but I think back, I'm like, how many times have I really thought this isn't going to work? And I can really only think back to one time. And we know, I think back to those very first days when we started dating and you remember just as well as I do, what was kind of the first thing I said, if this is going to work. Uh, you don't have time to date. <laughs> That's true. I did say there was no time to date. When we first met, I was training for a triathlon. I was training for my second Ironman triathlon. I was about three months out from my race, and I certainly did not have to, time to date. So I was like, you're in or you're out. And then what was I clear on? On what my I had expectations, and what were those on around? Oh, my gosh. How we talk to each other. or. You, you stumped me on this one. No, but like I used, I said to you, I just want to be clear. Like when I text you, I expect you to text me back. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, I gave a similar expectation is like, if you see something on the ground and you expect me to pick it up, by the way, mom, if you're listening, you know this one too. <laughs> don't expect me to pick it up because I'm not going to. <laughs> but you've improved on that. So yeah, from the get-go, we were, communication has probably been the foundation of our relationship right from the beginning. I was clear. I was like, I don't want to play games. I don't have time for this. I'm not like going to wait three days to text you. I text you, you text me back. I call you, you call me back. We're not playing any games. And you were on board, I think. Well, I don't think you can say I think. I think I am <laughs> since we've been on our 13th year now. <laughs> How does that feel? I wonder if I never asked you this question is, you know, you start dating this girl and she's like pretty clear about, A, we're not dating you're either in or out. And by the way, when I text you or call you, you have to answer me like within a reasonable amount of time, not three days kind of thing. How did it feel for you to hear that from your now girlfriend? Well, right away, you, you know, you think of it and you go, this woman is quite demanding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not only, but that's not a bad, it's not a bad thing to have because if you know what you want, yeah. you expect it to get done. Yeah. And, and having that kind of character, I know what to expect. And you're not guessing. And I'm not guessing. That's I don't true. have to think what's going on in your mind. No. And that goes back to the communication is we don't kind of sit there and wonder, well, what are they thinking or what's going on in his head? Like we'll ask the question and we'll have that communication. And we do spend a lot of time talking. I think one of the things that I loved about, I remember this when we first started, you know, going out and you were my boyfriend is that we could just talk, you know, call each other on the ear, call me in your lunch hour. We just chat. And I love that we share the details of our day. Like I enjoy that. That's not for everybody, right? Not everybody wants to know the minute details of the other person's day, but you and I, we enjoy that and we still do yeah. it. It, it gives, it brings up a conversation yeah. first of all. And you know what, there might be something that's happening in my day that maybe, you know, I think one way, but Julie also has a different perspective mm -hmm. and she she's the first right off the bat to go have you thought about it this way and and you know what she's caught me sometimes and I'm going oh my god you're right 
And, and just because sometimes you, your, your judgment can get cloudy if you're inside the situation and, and you're emotionally involved in the situation. Somebody on the outside going, hey, how about you look at it this way? And you're like, damn it, you're right. Yeah, it's true. And that, but that's still part of our communication is that you're open to what I have to share and the opinions that I have. You know, the majority of my work is in like personal development and coaching and mentorship and leadership. And the last thing I want to do is like coach and mentor my husband, which would be awful. <laughs> but we do have that like openness where I can say, you know, look at it, maybe look at it from another point of view or are you open to this? And I, I enjoy that. And I think, you know, when we talk about communication, another thing for us is that we fight clean, right? Yeah. No, no calling names, no, no, uh, no doing things in spite of the other one. Yeah. And we don't tend to dredge up the past. No, we let that go pretty quickly. Which is interesting because it's not like we ever discussed like, hey, when we fight, we're not going to bring up stuff from like a year ago or five years ago. We've never, just never really done that. And you are a very, very clean fighter. I actually, we were talking about this the other day and I'm like, I can't actually think of a time that you've ever called me a name to my face. <laughs> I said that, by the way. Yeah. I said to her face, because let's be honest, when we're all angry and our yeah. emotions are all flared up, there's just stuff that goes on in your head. But you know what? Sometimes it's best that it stays there. And I appreciate, I said, what do you mean? In like out loud, I'm like, oh, have you like been talking to someone else about me behind my back? And your answer is? No, not at all. Which is so, again, that kind of respect for your partner to not, you know, talk negatively about your partner to someone else is, is actually pretty amazing. I hadn't realized that. And we've been together, you know, married for 10 years. And I, I never realized that, you know, you never shared our, if we were going through a difficult time or a negative, you never shared me in a negative light with someone else. And I really appreciate that because um, it just, you do have that huge amount of respect and yeah, I've called you, I've definitely called you an a-hole once in a while, but that's probably the worst I've ever called you. I may have deserved it though. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about clean fighting, but we also, we've learned over the years that we have very different fighting styles. So yes. just, how would you describe my fighting style? You always need to be right. <laughs> you always need to be right. No matter what I say, you need to be right. And you know what? Sometimes you know, uh, part of personal growth, as Julie would say, you know, the, there's one statement, you know, you would you rather be rich or would you rather be right? And you know what? I'd rather be rich sometimes. Yeah. And rich in our relationship too. Definitely. I'm like, I, I will repeat my point and I'd be like, I know that I'm right about this. Um, but Dan's fighting style is he get he's pretty quick at like, you're like, that's it. I've had it. And then you go and you get in front of your computer yeah. And you play a game. So I, I'm, I'm quite, I'm easy to work with. And this is what yes. people at work tells me. And is I'm easy to work with. But I think when my cup is full yeah. or overflowing and I let you know that my cup is overflowing and I need space, that's me telling you to get away from me and, and let me have my space. Let me cool down. And, and, you, and you have actually, you've learned, learned you've learned this in years. <laughs> there, you know, at the beginning, you kept yeah. coming back. Yeah. But you've learned this in the years and, and you see how I process yeah. those situations. Yeah. And I used to think, you know, the old adage, don't go to bed angry. But actually sometimes like for us, and we've learned this over time, is that I need to walk away from you. Like once you go and you're like on your computer and you're killing stuff on your game, 
that's my cue to sit, to leave you alone, you work it out. And then we can have a conversation the next day. And I really noticed that about you. You are really good at managing your anger through a video game. Yeah. I, I expense that energy in a safe way. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way. It of is. It. It is because you're not, you're not hurting anybody physically. Like, no. I mean, you've, not, you've never even, I've never even seen you raise a hand to anything or anyone. So you're like the kindest person I know. He loves all animals. He wants to take care of all animals. He'll train your dog without asking. <laughs> I mean, he's such a kind and gentle person, but then, you know, when you get into your game, you're just like, if you've, if you've had a rough day at work, if you, if we've had an argument, if, you know, family situations are frustrating. You just get in there and you're like, I'm just going to kill stuff, right? That's right. Because in the end, there's no reper repercussions that way. No, you're not actually hurting anyone. And you're not doing this in PvP either. So it's just you versus the game. And That's you just it. get it out of your system. And then you're good. And then I'm good. And then we move on. So um, another thing that if you know Dan, so uh, what's one of the first things you say when you meet a new person? What do you offer that new person when you meet them? I'm a hugger. <laughs> if you have never gotten a teddy bear hug from me, the next time you meet me in person, you better ask me for one. Yes. I don't think you're going to need to ask Dan. <laughs> you're just going to offer. So Dan is, um, you know, Dan's love language is affection yep. and mine, like physical affection and mine are words of appreciation, which we've learned that book, the five love languages, even though you didn't read it, I, I your language is kind of obvious, which is nice. Actually, I didn't have to figure it out, but for us, I think one of the things too is like, we say, I love you. I mean, how many times in the day would we say, I love you? I don't count. Yeah. It's just so but, many. But it's done on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every time you leave for work, you know, yeah. come home for lunch. You drop me off at work. I drop you off at work. You know, we just, we use our words of love freely. Um, I remember there was a time where, so I'm less affectionate than Dan. It's funny. I always thought I was a super affectionate person until I met you. Like, perspective yeah like you've you have the bar really high for physical affection which is pretty awesome because one thing i'll never have to chase you down is for a hug right never and i would notice sometimes in the morning that dan would like lean back on the counter and like look at me and i'm like what does he want exactly <laughs> <laughs> and i realized that that's his like cue because you want to give me a hug i want a hug yeah and you want me to like lean into your hug um if you haven't seen a picture of us together uh dan is you're what eight inches taller than me yeah yeah you're six foot two and i'm barely Math right now is not a yeah good yeah thing. i'm like barely i don't think i'm even five foot five and dan is six foot two so when your head's at my shoulders yeah when i hug dan i get right in there and it's a bear hug and um I think these ways that we constantly show our affection 10 years in means that it's working. It's working. Yeah. It's working. And I think also the understanding of how we communicate is important and, and the awareness of it too, because not only the awareness is a good thing, it's also respect, right? So now we, we need to respect each other's love language and, and don't try and go beyond that, right? Yeah, and we just still like to hold hands. <laughs> we walk and we hold hands, we'll hold hands in the car. So, I mean, it is when you think about it, we've been together for, you know, married for 10, been together for on their 14th year, being together 13th year, whatever the math is. It's nice that we still have that feeling of just wanting to, to be physically close to each other. 
Um, the last thing I just want to come back to is because this is where the first podcast started, which is where I was not being supportive of your dream. And I wrote a blog about it and then we had a conversation about it and I realized this would be a really good podcast episode. And I realized very quickly that, you know, I was shutting down your dream and I wasn't being supportive. And you know, when have you ever not supported me? I never have. Yeah. I've never have. Every every personal growth course you want to go yeah. and 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 let's be honest, sometimes she wanted to go to these things and at those times money was tight. And I'm like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. If you feel that this is going to make your business better and make you a better person, you have to do this. Um, when you uh, when you did the 30 Days of Gratitude, the book yeah. and all that, I was always supportive. Yeah. You know, there might have been some comments that may have felt like I was unsupportive, but it was more of an informational thing to see where Julie's head was at and yeah. where she was going with. And she might, you know what, and let's be honest, I may say something that Julie might take as being unsupportive, but... Once she understands my point, it's, uh, you know, then she's like, oh, he's actually being super supportive and, and it goes both ways. And it's really interesting because you talk about that kind of support. And I think too, like I now, when I make business decisions, even though it's not your business, it's my business, but I still discuss them with you. Like I've kind of made the decision, but I'm always going to say, well, what do you think about this? And are you okay with this? And this is where I'm at with the business and the finances, what's happening, what's going and now I really respect and value your opinion because we've been through this for so many years. I've, I mean, I've always been in business. Like we met, I was already an entrepreneur. I was already in my Asana business. And since then I've started like, I don't know, three or four different businesses on top of that. But you've and, been there. And I've dabbled in entrepreneurship yes, as well. You did. I know. I love that. I, uh, I ran my own software company for a little bit. And uh, the program I made, I believe, is still in the works. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Which was created in 2008. So we're, that's 12 years ago. It's crazy. And, and it's true. And I really supported you then because you were in between jobs. But then it was through my triathlon. And it really worked out. And it was a neat time. It was a very uncomfortable time for you, too. I remember how awkward it was for you to kind of jump into being an entrepreneur. But now you technically have a side hustle. I have a side hustle. But... I actually, as being the entrepreneur, I had the greatest opportunity because that's when our daughter was born and they offered me full-time employment right. to, and then getting family benefits. And to me at that time in our lives, it made sense to do so. And me staying as an employee mm -hmm. as we are today has also helped us out in a getting houses and, you know, helping our, you know, the, the, the secure and I, and you don't yeah. see me, but I got the air quotes yeah. going on the secure money. Um, to help us actually get our homes. And I think too, you know, you're finally in a place in your career. You've been doing uh, software development for 14 years now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you've been doing software development for all these years. You've been through a lot of different jobs, some jobs that we thought were secure and ended unexpectedly, but you're in a role right now where you've really created an amazing community at work and you've put yourself in a position where you've learned to work in a way that you know, you've become a really valuable member of the team and really highly respected. And I love seeing you well treated in the work that you do. And I do appreciate for like, that's a huge thing. You know, Dan, if you ask Dan, what is his number one value? It has to be family. Yep. Like that's it. Everything comes after family and you know, you're working at a job first and foremost for your family. That's right. And 
that, I mean, that's this beautiful, to me, that's unconditional support of our family is, you know, you let me go off, be the entrepreneur when we know I'm a terrible employee. So let's just get that out of the way. You can't be one. No, I definitely could not be an employee. Um, but you, you know, you let me like have my entrepreneur creativity and creative juices. And now it's so fun because I get to support you with your side hustle with your streaming and it's, you know what? I'm like, I'm not asking you every morning, right? You are, you're checking up and seeing how the stream went the night before. And, and that sparks my happiness already. Cause I get to announce, you know, all the positive things yeah. that happened the night before it's, uh, it's really given me, uh, a positive, you know, boost in life when, you know, and some, sometimes it could be rough. It's yeah. like that ray, yeah. it, you know, it's like, you know, the the tunnel the train tunnel and you see the light at the end of the tunnel and and that's you know being able to talk about the stream is that light at the end of the tunnel yeah and i think right now we found a really good balance of you enjoying your stream we talked about your goals through the stream and it's fun and my business did really well last month too my wake up with gratitude business did really really well i had the best month that i've had in that business uh yet so you know, the moral of the story is support your partner. <laughs> Don't be annoyed at your partner for following their dreams because it makes everything better. Well, especially when they're doing something that they love. If it's bringing positivity in their life, yeah. if you can share that positivity with them, it just makes that experience that much better. Yeah. Well, as we wrap things up, uh, my darling, do you, is there anything else you want to share about our secrets to being happy, happily married for more than 10 years? Well, I'm just going to go back to the communication point because I think we went over that very quickly and, and not, and it's not a matter of just communicating on how your day is. I think it's also important that, you know what, we're not perfect. And if you, <laughs> and if you do an oopsie, it's okay to tell your partner that. And you know what, if you're, you, you need to be, uh, you need to be honest mm -hmm. and you need to be respectful. And, and of course, apologies go yeah. a very long way, especially when you know you did an oopsie. Yes. And I'm smiling because yeah, you're right. We did just go through that over the weekend. And I, I do appreciate that, you know, that acknowledgement of, you know, I made a mistake. I'm really sorry. And that genuine apology is because that's the thing is communication is also about being genuine and authentic. Yep. And both of us are terrible liars. Yep. <laughs> so yep. that's a good thing is that we both can't lie because it's all over. We, we speak with our, our face and our body language. So we can't lie to each other, which I think is really fantastic, but you're right. It's more than just chatting about our day. It's about being honest about our feelings. Um, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I, you know, we've spent all this time. We spent a ton of time together this past weekend. I was like, we went for a hike and I thought, what the heck are we still going to talk about? But we and talked. We found out. Yeah. For a whole other hour yeah. and we just kept chatting and, and I've always wanted that in a partner is just someone that just to have an open dialogue to share how I'm feeling without judgment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And just be, we just, we're just be, we're just get to be each other. Like That's we don't right. have, there's no, we don't have to pretend. Yep. And also, you know what, if your partner is also asking you a bunch of questions, maybe about something that you've done or that you said and stuff like that, please don't ever take that as an attack. Like me personally, I'm an informational kind of guy. Yeah. And if I'm trying to understand the big picture of the whole situation, I need to ask a lot of questions. So it, it might be the same in your household. I don't know, but questions are also a good thing because you're giving information and, and you, and the other person's is it might really understand the way that you're going or the way that you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then being open to listening and letting the person ask their question before cutting them off. That's something too, like, you know, I might think that I know what you're going to ask. And I can be like that sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I know. And I'm like, wait, let him finish, right? Let you say what you have to say and then listen and then react how I'm choosing to react. So those are our tips for staying happily married for more than 10 years. Yeah. And here's to the next 10 and the next 10 after that. And the high five. High five. All right. Love you. Love you too. Kissing on the mic. Thanks everyone for listening in. It's been super fun. And let me know, send me a message, talk in the comments. Do you want Dan to be a regular guest on the podcast? Uh, if the answer is yes, please say so. You know, or, or come drop into my stream oh, yeah. that Julie gave you. I stream, typically I start at 8 p.m. Pacific time mm -hmm. and I stream till about midnight every night. Come on in, come say hi, come see what it's all about. That's a great idea. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. If you'd like to continue your journey with gratitude or stay connected, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Did you learn something from this episode? Was it of value to you? Please share with your friends and don't forget to add us to your favorites and download the episodes automatically when they are posted. Carry on, we were so. <laughs> you know I pressed record, right? You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're the worst. laughs> uh, how are we going to get through this? Okay. Stop laughing. All right. <laughs> Still laughing. Okay. Uh, 